Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your holiday vibrational experience. This is my favorite topic. Higher self. Well, one of them. One of them. Yeah. This is to really, this is the core of like why we do the work, I feel. Well, definitely. Yeah. Like it's alignment. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry. I'm still reeling on what happened right before we pressed record. (laughs) You know what? These podcasts, I got to reel everybody in. Okay, mom. It's like, mom. Yeah. Like mom has to really be like, everybody get it together. Okay. We're focused. We're good. We're focused. So higher self is the root of why we do all the work that we do because we spend our whole entire life spinning and we didn't even know Mm -hmm. because this is the whole journey of higher self. And we recorded an episode of this in the early days and we've learned so much this year that I felt that we should really kind of bring it back down because I even hate the word higher self. It's become so trendy. Oh, it's mainstream and it totally doesn't even depict no, the, yeah. how it feels and the topic itself. Also, I'd just like to introduce that Alexi is on the podcast. Today. Hi. Yes. <laughs> Hello. You will remember her from episode 47 and 48 of soul rehab. Yeah. Uh, so I'm we're doing a big three. Yeah, yeah. You got a big three going on. So just Welcome. wanted to point that out. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Blessings. Blessings. <laughs> Blessings. So I want to talk about what higher self exactly is. So all of us are born into these bodies of form and we forget our blueprint. We forget who we are. So imagine that you're at that desk before you're born and you design your entire life. And then you come in and you have your ego, you have your programming, you have your conditioning and you forget who you truly are. So that is the journey for all of us. And you are kind of running around with a chicken with your head cut off and you were doing everything in your early years as a child into your early adult life until whenever it happens for you specifically, you have your awakening and move into your ascension. So prior to that time, you were snoring at the wheel. It's like Carrie Underwood's song, like Jesus take the wheel, <laughs> literally. Well, and oftentimes too, this is the time of, in your life when you're like, what am I here for? Like, what is my purpose? But And you know there's more. You just don't understand what that more is. Yes, Yes. exactly. And you're constantly looking externally, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like the certifications. And, like, it's interesting to me because, like, um, Alexia had um, a session with her uh, beauty side yesterday, like, went on to the world, got her brows done. And somebody had said to you, like, when they asked what you were. What's your credibility What's your credibility? And I'm like. Credentials. Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, well, it's just who I am. And I remembered. And she was shook because for me to have the longest title ever that I do, well, not the same as Carly, (laughs) um, but, you know, and be offering something like that to her because she's so in the 3D, Mm -hmm. there needs to be something to back it up in order for me to be valid. Mm -hmm. And also like for her, like you can imagine like the courses or whatnot that she felt she needed to take to do what she's doing now. Right. So that's what they, people always fall back onto their experience. Mm -hmm. So anything in anyone's life, how they judge it, quote unquote, is based off of 
them, what they know, their life and their experience and their programming conditioning, yes. how you're raised, you know, you'll see it with, with many people throughout your life, especially when you're sleeping, you can reflect back on your, what we call your contrast life. Mm-hmm. So before you embody your higher self and your soul, you have an entire contrast life. That is the foundation on which you stand when you move to soul. So when you are living your contrast life, you will notice when you can reflect from it, not necessarily when you're in it, Mm -hmm. but like say where we are right now and you can reflect back on your contrast life, you will notice how everybody came from programming, conditioning, everything. When you started dating people, when you started having experiences, you know, when you get into those relationships and how your partner views money and how you view view money, Mm -hmm. how you view education versus they view education, Mm -hmm. you know, or if you've now gotten married and you have your own family, notice the conversations you and your partner had, like how we're going to raise our kids or the disconnects, because that all comes purely from the way you were raised you're a product of the kitchen table that you're raised at Mm -hmm. you're a product of the traumas that you've experienced and not just in this lifetime you know there's a lot that's clearing right Mm -hmm. so you spend this whole time putting yourself in this box doing what everybody else is telling you to do getting those credentials doing all these things i mean my god i went to fashion school purely to get a piece of paper that just said that i went to fashion school that was literally what i told everybody i'm going to get the piece of paper Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because nobody is seeing me for my light for my talent for what i truly can offer and in the 3d when you do have that piece of paper well there is no other conversation it's oh you're valid yes oh what you do is amazing and you know what's really interesting is you could go and have the degree you can go and get the fashion piece of paper like i did you put it on your resume and do you notice that no one ever says hi carly i was wondering if you could show me your diploma um as someone that would hire and fire (laughs) i look to see if it was on the resume and if so great done done but no so. one ever no one ever thinks about that no. because you think that somebody is going you're just so programmed that you don't know in, inherently. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting too, so I have three pieces of paper to my name and one is for interior decorating. I have a piece of paper that says I can be your interior decorator. There is no way in hell that I'm going to go up to someone and be like, let me do your whole entire reno. There's no way that I am qualified to do that, but I have a piece of paper. So how does that work? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I went through a whole the whole schooling and I have this diploma. And yes, I have the theory and I have the knowledge, but I don't have the like the expertise in that because I never took action towards it. So, yes. but yet if I was to apply for a job to work at interior design for as an interior designer, I could be hired based off the fact that I have that paper. And but, that experience yes. is what's valuable. And then what's yes. crazy is people will come into my house and be like, Oh, do you do interior design? And I'm like, no, I just inherently fo- love it. Yeah. Yes. And followed my eye and done all those things. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we are in our whole contrast life, it's so crazy when you start moving into your higher self, you like you realize how it's been circling you your whole entire life. There's been so many points your soul has always known. And Alexi and I were talking about this on the weekend when I was kind of like talking to her about like my book and like my life. And she was like, I'm shook. She's like, Coco, like, and Carly always says, you're like a one percenter, like (laughs) you're a bad example, but I'm also a good example to see how you can reflect within yourself. Because even though I was living my egoic life, I was always living from feeling. Mm -hmm. I was always following my soul. I was, you know, going against the grain the whole entire time, but still kind of doing the things within the box, right? Mm -hmm. Like 
Like I went to journalism school. I went to fashion school. You know, I started the company as I was being those rebel. I was doing that all from feeling right. And I, so I always knew, like, I remember in grade 10, I told a teacher, like she was upset about my marks and I only ever had like fifties and maybe a 60. And she was like, I feel really bad for you. You know, like you really have something inside of you. And I looked at her deadpan. I was like, don't worry about me. I'm going to be something great in this life because I just inherently felt it Mm -hmm. as many of us do we know that there's something more but that greatness comes from external Mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna have the 100k job well and also like if if your success talent skill whatever is based off of schooling or time or experience how how do you explain these like five-year-old like kids that can play like concert piano and are just inherently like these maestros like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like how does a five-year-old then if it's all based off of external have that ability to be so crazy talented because it's inherently in us exactly yeah and again using me as that one percent example but like even me like in my fashion life people would be like how do you know how to do all this So whenever something was presented with me, like, oh, I'm going to start my own clothing line. I literally, once I said yes to it, all of a sudden it's like, it just vomited out of me. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't, fashion school didn't teach me that. I didn't take fashion design. Mm -hmm. You know, I just like, once I stepped into that energy and followed it, all of a sudden in my contrast life, it was like, and it just vomited and I just knew how to do everything. Mm -hmm. And that was such a ping at my wounds in my contrast life because I have a self-worth wound. And when that would come out and my talent would come out and it would show, I felt like something was inherently wrong with me and I wasn't good enough because like, why me? Mm -hmm. Like, why do I always know all these things? And it was like, honestly, it was frustrating for me. And people would be like, wow, Coco, like you're so inspiring. You're so great. Or you have this. And I was like, oh my God. And I still struggle with it here because we're still having a debate about me being on the cover of my magazine. (laughs) But it's like, right. I just don't want to be seen. I just don't care because that's just naturally who I am. So notice in your life, how you've been the exact same way. Your your wounds will always ping at you. You know, Carly was a influencer in her contrast life and projected all that out on social media, but then at the very inherent core of it, didn't want to be seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she's in her purpose and she, people know her, but she's not like Coco out on the front line. She's like behind that does all the stuff to keep Coco in line, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So she's in her perfect purpose now. Cause she's like, I, I can be out as much as I want, mm-hmm. but for the most part I'm seen in what I do because I'm in my purpose. Yes. Right. So in our contrast life, we spend all of these years, lots of us, decades, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we call it the spin because mm-hmm. we're grasping to try and figure out who we are. And I really got like Alexia to kind of like dumb it down for me earlier too, where we were talking about like the masks that people wear, yes. which I think you should kind of talk about because it's like your soul only always knows, but you want to kind of skip the like monopoly, like I'm going to go <laughs> past go. Mm-hmm. because the journey is to spiral up and off the board game. Yes. But I feel like when you're in your contrast life and you're feeling that pull and you're not doing the 1% that I did where you fe- followed the follow, like yeah. the feeling, mm-hmm. you kind of want to skip the work. Well, like you want to be seen as before, a certain yeah. way. Yes, yes, before you do the work to be that way. Exactly. Yes. So yes. it's all about the masks that we wear and how you know we want to be viewed as mm-hmm. versus who we are at our core. And uh, there, 
you know, for a lot of people, there isn't a huge disconnect. It's mm-hmm. just the work and action needs to be taken to merge it and coming from a different intent. Yeah, which we're going to talk about shortly is how when you are on Blueprint, mm-hmm. when you get your Blueprint, and especially if you're working with our team, everybody's usually just like a centimeter or so to left. Nobody's really on the in the ditch. Mm-hmm. So like when you're talking about the masks, yeah. it's like use you as an example with that. Like, yeah, well... I also have a self-worth and rejection wound, did not want to be seen, but loved all the attention because it fed my wounds. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was struggling behind the scenes, spinning, completely spinning. Ego was in the forefront of everything, but I was a soul coach. So I had to portray myself as someone who had it all together, who had this great awareness, who knew and understood and had so much compassion and all of these different things because that was the mask that I needed to wear to fill a role that was completely out of alignment with me. Yes. But yet, not far far uh, apart from no. who you actually are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always knew that my soul had the answers mm-hmm. and I could get people back into alignment. But that was through my hands, not my words. Yes. And I really wanted it to be through words. Yes. Right. And your soul always knew, but for those years that you were in that label of soul coach that mm-hmm. you had created from thinking... Take that in. Yes. You usually create a label from thinking when you're in contrast or the world gives you a label. Exactly. Okay. And you're attached to that label and you don't know how to be anything other than that label. Mm -hmm. So when you're in your contrast life, it's, you know, Coco with the fashion company behind her name. It's Carly with, what was your label? Um... Oh, like influencer. influencer. No, but, but like, also so your inf- your tech job. Oh yeah, sales yeah. manager. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. who was Carl? You were seen out in the world for your label. But isn't it funny how our labels always have to be socially acceptable? Yes. Yeah. They're they're never f- like far out. No, because like even if you think about influencer, like what am I doing right now on a podcast? My words are going to influence, influence you. Yes. But it's the intent behind and it. And it's crazy because mm-hmm. I think back, like, when I had my huge marketing job, like, I was head of marketing for this tourism company in, like, I was 20, okay? And I remember, like, I would fly down to L.A. or New York and walk into these, like, rooms to, like, basically educate and sell the journalists to come to our resorts. Mm-hmm. And everybody would be like, oh, well, Coco, like, aren't you nervous like don't you get and I was like no you know why I wasn't because I had a label behind my name yeah so mm-hmm. I'd walk in there and be like hi I'm Coco like marketing manager director whatever my label was shake she your doesn't hand even remember no I yeah. don't even remember you guys it was lifetimes ago but I would like shake your hand and I was so empowered mm-hmm. by the label like you couldn't because touch it me skips the pinging of your wounds. exactly like, it didn't like even paper. it yes. didn't even touch my wounds mm-hmm. and then when my companies went okay last year it was brutal because I was like who am I mm-hmm. and we have no label to back you and up. And Carly yeah. really witnessed that when she finally got me out of the house one day and we went for a wine tour with two other girls and I was really quiet because, you know, I was first time out with like really in my new energy and we're sitting down at dinner and they were kind of like asking me about myself and it was crazy because I didn't even know how to introduce myself anymore yeah. because for a decade it had been like, oh, I own like one of the largest blah, 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 yeah. going on and sharing the whole spew. And then right away people are like, oh, ping, ping, ping. It's like they show you the prices, right? Like you get the validation because mm-hmm. you own this, you have this, you, you've you done all this. this. Well, yeah. yeah. This reminds me of a post today of someone in our community that did Melissa, yeah. shout out to Melissa. She was talking about how when you meet people, the first thing that you're, you're 
typically asked is what do you do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And based off of your response to that is how people will then see you from move that, that point moving forward. Yeah. Yes. Which is this exactly what we're talking cra- about. It's crazy because they see the physical you, not the light you. They don't, yeah. and they don't feel you. No. They're coming from thinking. Mm-hmm. So everything is thinking. Okay. Yeah. And yet all of us are just like, oh my God, like fuck my life. Like mm-hmm. how many times have we all sat in our jobs and our everything, our relationships and everything that's so out of alignment. And we're like, I'm tired. Like, I don't even love this. Like I stood in the kitchen to Scott and was like, I can't do this fashion mm-hmm. bullshit anymore. But we stay for the comfort. We stay for the Security. money. We stay mm-hmm. for the label. We stay for all of these, mm-hmm. these, um, you know, socially okay things. Yes. Yeah. And you wear this mask that you were educating me on. Yes. Well, because you can now be put into a box. Yeah. Yes. So they're like, I can place Alexia here. I can place Coco here. And mm-hmm. when people can place you or you can place yourself, it's comfortable. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they know how you're going to respond. They kind of know how you're going to react to things. They can basically read you mm-hmm. is what their ego is telling them. And guess what? There's absolutely zero fucking triggers. Yes. yes. Well, and that's also like in the whole spiritual world and in the whole like soul coach world and the whole self-improvement empowering world, Mm -hmm. that is really, really strong right now because you can use the language and you can put yourself into those boxes to mask who you truly are. So you're not, you're not Coco, No, but I'm like kind of talking about a few things that maybe she talks about, but I don't want to go to Coco's level because then they're going to say I'm freaking weird and all the things, which if you could look at me and Alexia, example for our purpose like alexia has a lot of cocoa energy vibes because she can see your body and mm-hmm. remove the density and tone you right so why do you think she was so scared of moving into her purpose well it just dawned on me like why is there no triggers it's because you are not you anymore you're the label that you've given yourself mm-hmm. yes and yes. so the label is the thing that will be pinged and the label's not real so there's no ping no exactly. right yes. so it's like if you say yes. something mm-hmm. off the cuff that doesn't make sense you're mm-hmm. like it does not you it's like the label back in yes, you. Yes. The but then as soon as you remove that label and mm-hmm. you just are inherently you and who you are, yeah. now it's personal almost. Your yes. ego's going to be like, well, if they attack my label that I don't have, it means that they're attacking and me. And what's right? really coming to me, Carly, is again, using the one percenter here, um, <laughs> is when people attacked me, you know, through reviews and through hate group and all of that, I would get so triggered and be like, if I owned fucking like Aritzia, (laughs) they wouldn't be talking about me, the owner. They'd be talking about Aritzia. Mm -hmm. Right. So think about that. But Mm -hmm. I had to go through that because I needed to have, I attracted that to heal my wounds. And the same with me and those Facebook reviews. But now you can talk shit about my human, like you say, Coco, and tell the fucking cows come home. Yeah, because they're talking, they're not talking about you. No. They're they're talking about your meat suit, as I call it. Right? And that's where you get so solid in you and you don't care. Yeah, you can talk about the hologram. All you want. you're not, you you can never touch the light. Yeah. 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 And that whole journey now from your contrast to your higher self, what does that exactly mean? So there's so many... Um, souls out there that mentor on higher self now it's mainstream and it's the whole thing and compassion to them and if that resonates with you go because you need the steps you need the steps to do it right but you cannot and i will repeat you cannot integrate your higher self through words or worksheets or and mic drop yeah you just <laughs> you can't and no. i think like 
Carly and I, I'm really, really grateful that you're here today, Alexia, because again, it brings it kind of down a level because people can look at me and Carly and again, use their ego things Mm -hmm. being like, well, they have each other and it's so easy to integrate in your higher self. And when they're constantly living in that frequency, but Alexia came to us and completely integrated her higher self in a place where everybody is judging her. Nobody gets her. And you know, and I had to do it as well, where I came from such a contrast life. Carly's was work as well, but she also did have, you know, a little bit more padding with me and stuff around because she wasn't fully alone. Mm -hmm. You were not alone either as you had us with mentors, but physically you were aware from anybody who got you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Alexia was like physically alone. Yeah. Uh, Coco was like just spiritually alone, I would say, because you were doing all this work pre-waving everything. Mm -hmm. And then for me, it wasn't that I was alone in in either one of those, but what it was for me, it was the fall away of the old. I experienced that and how the people from my contrast life would now look at me and their judgments towards me and their comments towards me. Mm -hmm. That was big for me. Exactly. Because I was no longer who they associated you with. Yeah. And a lot, and I actually had someone from my old life say to me, they're like, you've done like a complete 180. Like the stuff you talk about now, you would have dissed before. Like, who are you? Yeah. And it was just so eye opening to that. But again, their level of consciousness, yes, right? So course. it's all it's all whatever. But should we talk about what actually higher self yes, is, maybe, exactly. and like the explanation? So this is Carly's this? kind of ball game. So I'm gonna let her go on it for you guys. Yeah. So when we do our higher self workshops, this is a main kind of part that we discuss because it's really. I like we get it like as a human your ego your analytical brain does need some organization to kind of be able to figure out what's going on here so everybody has an energy signature so that energy signature as we talked about in previous podcasts is how Coco can connect to your energy your energy signature is connected to your oversoul so this is you at your highest essence right from source Think of this oversoul like an umbrella, okay? So your oversoul is the the umbrella, and underneath the umbrella, you're going to have a whole bunch of pillars, pipes, poles, whatever you want to call them, and each one of these pillars is a different timeline, aka a different life that you have lived. If you notice, they're all underneath this oversoul at the exact same time because time does not exist. So any one of these timelines you can access at any point. Let's so so okay so we're at the oversoul which is like macro we're getting down a little bit closer to these individual pipes which is your timelines but let's focus on you today so Alexia today is one pipe under her oversoul umbrella on her pipe she is going to have markers so think of this now as a vertical line and as you go up on this vertical line you're going to have like hash marks of these pivot points in your life Usually these pivot points in your life will take place when you are raising your consciousness in these different dimensions. So for example, Alexia would have had a pivot point up to her 3D life and that would have been like a higher self version in her 3D. That would then shift to the higher self that we are talking about, which is the higher self that lives in the 12th. The 12th is the very, very top of this one timeline for Alexia. It is the closest version of her in this current timeline associated with her oversoul, okay? So what we're doing now when we're talking about higher self is we're talking about the integration of pulling that energy from the 12th down to wherever you currently are in the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, wherever you consciously are. Physically, you're in the, th- the third dimension, but consciously, you can be elsewhere. 
that gap between the 12th and wherever you are consciously is what we talk about when we say doing the work and cleaning the pipe. Mm -hmm. You are cleaning that space between the 12th and you, so then you can have the balls that we always talk about be able to flow smoothly from the 12th, your higher self energy, down to where you currently stand. Yes. And basically what Carly just explained in this entire episode should be like the number one episode in the podcast pin <laughs> at all times because then everything under it is why you do the work. Yeah. Yes. Why you're doing the everyday work, the energy and everything to clear out to what we just talked about today on episode 47 or 48, 40, episode 48 about we're in the creation codes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because once you clean down that pipe, you're literally going where Alexi and I went last night in timeline to the computer where it's like, huh, what do I want today? Yeah, looking through the catalog. Yeah. Hmm, I think I'll take this. Yeah. And, and that, if we're talking about the different, different timelines, why you can access that is because all of these pillars are under your oversoul umbrella. And what you're doing is you're basically creating like a bridge between yeah. the two timelines and that's mm-hmm. how you access it. So if you could see me right now, I have my two hands parallel to one another and the one kind of bends like a kind of created like a 90 degree angle. So you're creating a bridge between timelines and that's how you can then access in meditation, past lives, future experiences, your inner child moments, all these different things. Cause you're just creating bridges to these different points under your umbrella. And then you just start moving up and up where you don't even, you don't even you don't go care. into past yeah. life, inner child and no. all that stuff. It doesn't even matter. You move into a whole state of being where you are the creation of yourself and you move into instant manifestation. But before you do, you have to live that ego life. You're born into density and everybody is, and that is your playground. It is where you learn your lessons. And it's what I always say. It is then the foundation. It is the platform for everything on which you stand in your soul life. Because as you move then into soul, as you feel and embody and remember who you are, then everything that you are, you are now the teacher, the the mentor, you know, you're all those things because you stand on that energy and you just are. Yes. Okay. And, And I think it's important to say too, like as you embody your higher self, it does not mean that you're also going to become Coco or Alexia and like be an energy you know healer or whatever those stupid labels are it just means you're going to be the best version of whatever your purpose is in that pillar and it's ego who gets attached to what that looks like right 100 right because of the contrast life of needing that label to be Mm -hmm. valid so i hate labels and it's cringeworthy for me that i even have one but again you have to understand that you are in the 3d game And you need a label for the outside world to still attach to you, to still understand who you are, to still experience like what you are. They just, it just, it just is. Mm -hmm. So in And also like, let's make it simple for you too. Like there's no point every single day for you to go out there and have to explain what you do. No, and I mean, when you, but when you embody your energy. Mm -hmm. So like for me and Alexia, like Carly's label is more inside for the team and like our own thing. She doesn't really, she just uses like one word now, kind of like secure. right like she doesn't need to go into her label unless she like wants to Mm -hmm. but like me and alexia there really isn't no black and white around it it's like living portal and sonic toning vibration specialist it just what it is what it is now right and carly will tell you her whole entire label (laughs) but it's not necessary i actually have to read it because i can't (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) you know the humanness of what it is Mm -hmm. right so here's the thing when you start working with say us Honestly, go work with whoever you want and do whatever you want to embody your higher self. We want you to do that. We want you. In our world, this is a 
this is one of my purposes right now. This is why we're here. We're activating people. We're helping you remember. Is this Coco's life forever? No, it's fast track because all everybody's coming online. But what we're able to do is we help you remember because I can living portal you in the 12th. So what happens is you will get a letter that describes the remembering that you need of who you are in the 12th. So using Alexia as an example, when she did that, and I think May, mm-hmm. she got this letter that described her physical appearance, you know, her likes, the way maybe her home looked, you know, and then it went into her purpose and who mm-hmm. she truly is. And then she got a new earth label and these new earth labels are next level. They don't <laughs> resonate to the world that exists now, mm-hmm. but it's felt And when you stand behind it, like people don't even know what to say or they ask you and you can explain it. When you embody your light, you can go two ways to Tuesday about everything that you are. Mm -hmm. So then you also then get a name. And that name is that physical thing for your ego to see it almost as like an energy. Right, Carly? Like that's how we would explain it. Yeah, so basically what your name is, it's just giving the energy in the 12th. I don't want to say say label again, but yeah, description Mm -hmm. or uh, a Yeah, a description of, so then you can like literally call on that energy and know it's that energy. It makes it feel more tangible to ego. Yeah, it's it's a tangibility thing and it's a personalization thing too because you feel connected then to like another person. Versus, and it's the whole thing because I remember when I was going through the integration last year and I was like so, I was like shook. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like they would tell me like Liz and Coco are the same thing. And I'm like, what? Like to me, Coco looked like this bubble like above my, or sorry, Liz looked like this bubble above my head. Mm And I was like constantly though pulling from her. So when I pulled Liz in actually and fully integrated Liz into Coco, which is happening rapid now, it's like, I just embody it. I just know who I am. So I'd like you to speak on like your journey with that. Yeah. So people can really understand the transition from reading the letter Mm -hmm. to then like how it seems so disconnect and kind of getting to where we would say where you are now because there's no destination but I feel like you do get to a place where you integrate yeah and where you integrate physically Mm -hmm. but then as Carly says you move up in the consciousness Mm -hmm. like it's ever refining so when I first got my letter of course my human is like what like how do I go from me, soul coach Alexia, to sonic toning vibrational specialist when I didn't even know how to embody that label because I really hadn't even woken up my hands. No. Like, did you even, yeah, you didn't even know you could really do that. No. No. Right. No. She had just maybe begun, like, from, on a, from a no, from a quick call, I had put her in and I kind of, like, activated her and that was, right. like, the very first time she'd ever felt herself, ever, in her whole entire life. So she was kind of like, wow. Yeah. But, like, I want you to really talk about your experience of feeling the letter. Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, Coco writes a letter. Like, it must be from her. And, like, how could it really be no, you? It, it rocks right? you. It, yeah. on, it honestly takes your human body, splits it in half, and you feel shocked, torn, emotional, confused, excited. Um, you feel like there's... Happy. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like there's that light at the end of the tunnel. But at the same time, it's like, well, how do I get to that light? Mm-hmm. There's so many different emotions that you move through and when you oh, receive wow, it. And oh, wow, I always knew. That yes. I think you and I had yeah. that. That was Carly huge. and I, yeah. And there's things in the letter where I was like, oh my gosh, get out of my head. Yeah. Get out of yeah. my head. Like, how did she know this, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was already embodying some of those things unconsciously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there was things where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to be you know, shifting the DNA in people's body. I don't know how, you know, all of these different things are going to happen. So 
Um, I don't have the credentials to do exactly, that. Exactly, right? Yeah. And so, and then, and then for me, it was how do I burn down the life that I have now in order to embody that life yeah. there that I'm reading, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the meditations that come with it are unreal. Yeah. That was a full body experience. And, and f- you're, you're fully, I don't even know how to explain it. You're fully engulfed in you, you. And for the first time you're feeling something that you can't even put words to. Mm-hmm. Like I can't sit here and give you a list of words to describe it because there fucking are none. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an experience, it's vibration, it's felt. And that's the bottom line. And it's overwhelming yes. because you've never, you've never, Felt it. Felt it or had an experience like that in your entire life, right? Or it's 100% validation that you're home. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. It's like, hi, I'm, I'm here. Home. What you've been thinking or feeling yes. this whole time, or whether it be it, ego or from soul, naturally, you you got it. Or it's, running from. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, that's big. And t- mm-hmm. Or terrified of. Yes. Right? Because that was me. I was so terrified can't of myself. Can't deny it now. <laughs> no, can't deny it. Um. So yeah, and then I guess moving forward after I got the letter, the journey was embodying it. And you well, and and I and then I I think as your mentor and watching you, it's not I think I know you really started. You you felt that it rocked you. That was a it pivot point me, for you. Truly. And then you're like, I don't fucking know the how. I have no fucking idea. But I can't deny what I'm feeling. No, and like I wasn't this is crazy. So you all of a sudden took action ruthless action you're like burning down burning down like i don't care what this takes this is who i am mm-hmm. this is what i've been searching for mm-hmm. i can't believe this mm-hmm. i can't believe this has been right in front of me this whole entire fucking time yeah and like knowing your journey and knowing you like she used to be so terrified of like a ghost she would think <laughs> a ghost was in the room well think about Too it sure. she was so connected and getting all the information but she just couldn't go there because no. you were so You're scared. You're so still 3D. Yeah. You guys, the light would flicker and I'd be like messaging Coco. I'm like, I think there's an energy in yeah. my house spinning, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And so you really felt yourself to then embody yourself and really, really run towards that. Mm-hmm. Which now, if we were to say in November, what are we in? We're in December. So from May to December, like what is that experience for you? Like here you are in Kelowna embodying your higher self right now. Mm-hmm. And me and Carly are sitting across like Carly has dark hair. She was a bleach blonde bombshell, you know, and yes. like everything about us is changing. You know, I went through my entire closet, like everything, everything yeah. I, you all go kind of through a dark night of the soul. Yes. When yes. you're, you, when you start meeting your higher self, you're like, fuck, like you were wearing all black. Yeah, like, I was wearing all Judy's black. Judy's all beige. Like Alexia's all beige, you know, like. Carly, so defined, like your yeah. hair color, like when you got your higher self too, like right away, you're like, I can't believe I'm blonde, but tell everybody why you were blonde. I was blonde because I was told I was a blonde. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I was younger, yes, I had naturally bleach blonde hair, but as I got older, it got darker, but everyone would always say you're blonde, you're blonde. And then when I had the whole contrast life of an influencer, that's what I was known for. Mm-hmm. I was known of not just having blonde hair, but I had like the white, like Khaleesi white hair, which is hard to pull off for a mm-hmm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was known because not a lot of people had that hair color. So when I all of a sudden had this like identity crisis of like I know that this white blonde hair is not me and I know that I need to be dark and she felt her but herself. like yeah. and I felt it and that felt like me and I felt so comfortable because I had been dark before but in that moment I was like if I get rid of this white hair I'm getting rid of 
my security and the mask, who my mask and who I am. Yes, exactly. And that's something that is really important to talk about here briefly is that the closer you get to your higher self energy, the closer you start embodying it, the more the tests and the triggers come. It's brutal. It's brutal. And you have this like disassociative, like disorder almost where you're like, you look (laughs) at yourself in the mirror and you're like, my physically am not who I want to be or that I feel internally. And you have this weird, like then fight with yourself. Like, what am I doing? Is this actually what I want to do? It feels so right, but it's going to be so hard. And that's what your ego does. Am I crazy for listening to a letter and letting it completely change everything? Right. Like the ego creeps in. The stories get beyond. It's crazy. They go, they get beyond. They do. And like, I remember when I was going through the uncomfortable stage Mm -hmm. and I was like staring at myself in the gym and I had like my still, my like rags on and all that. But I could see like Liz with like her pink hair, her crop top and all this. And I'm like, I'm fucking crazy, like literally crazy (laughs) that I'm listening to basically my own work and pulling myself down. But like, look at, look at all of us here. We're the living proof. Like, hello, 1% over here. I love that label that we're giving me, but literally owned all this fashion stuff, had this like extreme contrast life to flip it all over to be high living portal. Yes. But then from somebody who's known me, like Carly's known me since 2007, she's like, yeah, but you could see how you were so much Coco in my old life. Like how I talked, it was just different. Your style in fashion school Mm -hmm. is very much like the target version of like the Louis Vuitton Liz that I know. Like you were like the cheap version of your higher self because you were still listening to like your soul. Very much so. But it was coming from such a different intent that it was like cheap. Yes. You know, like I don't like, and you weren't wearing cheap stuff, but what I'm saying is knockoff. But I I was, I was wearing like forever 21 and I was out there. what like I mean is like stuff. the feeling behind oh, you. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You still yeah, embodied yeah. and you still have this wicked style that is Liz, your higher self, but it felt like the fraudulent version of yes. it. Yes. And like how you always say too, like knowing me for so many years, you're like, you use words pulsating. Pulsate. Yes. Everything she would pulsate over. Yes. And pulsate. people would be like shook. Like everybody, <laughs> especially in fashion school, but my whole life, it was like, yeah. I was always up a level. I always sweared. I always had this big personality. Mm-hmm. I just remember your shoes. Your yeah. shoes were always next level. And she'd be like, don't they make you pulsate? And she'd yeah. like put her leg on top of the table with yeah. these crazy shoes. And because I'd be like, that was my hell yes. Who but is this person? I think what, what this is leading me to too, so that people can understand is I hit my peak. I hit my yes. ceiling. Mm-hmm. In I, that 3D. In that 3D. So yes. I hit my higher self. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So using me as an example, a lot of us, do so what had happened is all of the sudden I hit my peak two years two years before I blew it up let's be honest so that's why I got really really brutal but for imagery purposes what was I doing I was spinning left and right yeah laterally right and I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out why nothing was changing Mm -hmm. because I was done with that life I had reached my max but I was like this is it this is who (laughs) I am you know I had already known that I was a living portal but I was like fuck it I'm gonna like make millions and then like when I'm 50 I'll maybe be a living portal I'll just ignore this side of me yes like gross no so then I spun for two years in the wash machine and like it wrung me out like the shirt you put the cashmere <laughs> yes. in the wash machine Ooh, literally you pull me out and ain't looking good no. no right and that's what we all do so a lot of you might notice that where you're like okay I'm Coco I'm literally I've hit the max at my mm-hmm. ego life yes. here's the thing you might be say a hairdresser and you've hit the max of your ego life doesn't mean that your sole purpose is not a hairdresser, Mm -hmm. but you've got to flip it around because life is not meant to be hard. No. And life isn't hard. It isn't, but it is when you're not 
in alignment, when you're not solid in you because everything externally comes at you and hits you and pings you. And the story that's coming to me briefly about this is when your dad was teasing you about your label and you're like, <laughs> old me would have pinged. I would have put my dad because calls me like Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. because that's the only thing he can relate to. I laugh every with time. With this label. Yeah. But old me would have tr- got defensive and tried to justify, well, um, no dad, like that's not me. And that's and, rude. And I found it funny because yeah. I'm like, okay, at the level of consciousness he's at, like this is what he can relay it to. And it's not like he was making fun of me. No, he was trying to find a common connection. Yeah. yeah like my family, like they kind of ignore me now, like the plague, but like previously <laughs> they would be like, hocus pocus, hocus pocus is here. And I, it didn't even bother me because I had developed that label mm-hmm. for them to yes. help that connection. Now I just like a body at all. Like my mom's label for me is that like, we always say that positive motivational speaker with doing it with my friends like yes. she just doesn't know <laughs> that was, right yes my parents too still even don't yeah. get it they don't and, get it and it's okay you you honor <laughs> that but it, when you embody your higher self all of a sudden you just are you don't give a, as my dad would say you don't give a rat's ass no nope. you really truly don't and on the weekend somebody had said to me they're like coco the way you are and the way that you mentor gives hope to everybody else and really makes us helps us run because you really truly don't give a shit mm-hmm. and i embody that and i say that all the time like you can come to nights of coke and i'd be like you can never ever see us again and that's okay mm-hmm. i honor you because you got what you needed from us but i don't care what you think of but me. that's the byproduct of being solid in who you are yes and not going past go no mm-hmm. having to really face that and do that and sit with that and mm-hmm. still do yeah. right like there's moments in my world every single day where I was like oh maybe I shouldn't have said that on the podcast or maybe that was too aggressive or whatever you don't get to hire self and then nothing affects you anymore no you just understand and see and feel the energy instead of reacting from it and you navigate things in a different way because you are at your highest well what what happens is life ends up there's like no FOMO in life anymore because you live your life as a hell yes or a hell no. Mm-hmm. Hell yes, is it going to get me to this higher self version of me, to that energy of me in the 12th? Or is it a no because it's not a stepping stone to get me there or it's just not going to get me there at all? Yeah, mm-hmm. so an example for everybody is uh, Carly and Alexia like love neutral, like beige, everything. Oh my God, yes. Like, but, but right now, like if I was... If I was in my wounds, I wasn't really like this in my contrast life, but just for example purposes, if I had a wound that was FOMO and it fed my self-worth wound, I would go and buy something beige and it would feel raunchy on me. Like right now, I'm wearing a beige waffle top. That's gray, but that's okay. Gray. See, she doesn't even know the basic colors. I'm wearing this gray waffle top, you guys, and it's like bugging me. Like I don't feel myself. But I've been like looking at you being like, I love that sweater. Me too. And I'm sitting here being like, why did I buy this? If it was hot pink. You'd I'd be, be like, I'd or, feel, or cheetah print. Yeah, yeah. Or cheetah print. And I'm like, why did I buy this? Probably because I've been hanging out with beige bitches, <laughs> you know, but beige no, seriously, bitches. I bought it. Cause I wanted a cozy sweater for hell. Yes. At home. Yes. This doesn't embody Liz mm-hmm. in like my every day, but it, I love it. Cause it's cozy. It was yeah. a hell yes for yeah. me. Yes. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like, you'll notice those feelings mm-hmm. about everything regarding you, you what know, what you drink, what you everything eat. Everything is your yes. human experience. You go and the people, People who are embodying this is profound in this community. Like, I'm going to try and share some stuff that day that the podcast goes out, like Ilya's artwork, Maddie, like Bailey, like there's so many people like 
Rebecca, like people are starting to move into their stuff where they need to really embody that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You got it. Yeah. So I just wanted to re-record this episode for all of you guys because also... Carly, I think we need to briefly talk about the action because people yes. will get yes. that stuff. Yeah. And-, and and the action is is what is the difference between you fully embodying your higher self and just embodying pieces of it. So when you get your higher self letter, like Alexia said, you all of a sudden have this moment of like, oh my God, yes. But then, oh my God, no, how am I going to do this? And the how is what I feel like everyone gets so hung up on because one, if you read that letter and you're like so amped up and so motivated, you want to start taking these actions, but you just don't know how. For sure. So basically what we say at our higher self workshops is you can take this letter, toss it in a drawer and a year later, go look at it. And you will just because you read that letter, start embodying pieces of it. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between embodying pieces of your higher self and integrating your higher self. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. So if you want to integrate your higher self, AKA literally live your higher self, be your higher self, you have to take action. And that's going to start with the small things such as maybe your hair is a different color, or maybe you eat a little bit different, or maybe like Coco said, you start buying more of the leopard print or cheetah print over the gray, because that's inherently what you love at your core. And also one of the big, big things, massive things huge things is you cannot integrate this energy if you do not know your core wounds. That's just it. Cause your core wounds is yeah. going to be what stops you from taking the action. And yes. so many people want to get the hit yeah. from higher self mm-hmm. because it's going to feed their ego and they read that letter and then they're overwhelmed and it's a spin. It's the whole thing or they get that high and all that stuff. But if you don't know why you haven't integrated in the first place, mm-hmm. it ain't going anywhere. You no, have to do the wound reversal work. You have yes. to understand your energetic body. You have to have sessions. You've got to do this mm-hmm. work. You do not need to crawl because you can run, but there is mentors there is lights like us and our team and many others out there mm-hmm. who can give you the hand and say i got you mm-hmm. i can explain it to you a million different ways and unique to you because that's why we're here to help you move onto your own blueprint and birth out your planet which then gets you to the point to recode and create everything in your reality and live in a whole different reality than the rest of the world truly and think about it how can you be your highest self with no foundation underneath you? Yeah. No. Your core wounds are that foundation. Yeah, because the they, contrast life. A hundred percent because it helps you understand where you are moving up from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and something too that we really want to emphasize is let's say you get your higher self information and you want to start embodying it. You can't embody your higher self doing your old patterns, doing the things that you did in your contrast life. They may be similar, but there's still an action that has to take place that changes. It is the intention behind what you're doing that needs to change. So a really great example of this is like, let's say like the skyscraper, the sky. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just redecorate your skyscraper and say, Oh no, it's a, it has a brand new foundation and new core. You can't, you can't just redecorate your size skyscraper with which is your contrast life with and smack a label on it and call it a day or like throw no. up a new sign. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like, you know, like when there's like a new business that comes and they just throw up a new sign, yeah. that's because, not embodying no, your higher self. The core of that 
a skyscraper that you need to burn down would not even match the act. You would constantly feel the disconnect anyway. No, and I mean, like, someone like you, Alexia, we yeah. were talking about that today. Like, your Instagram is wild today with the contrast life. I can't because, <laughs> but, <laughs> but Alexia has chose to keep her Instagram with purpose because yes. it's helping her reverse her wounds yeah. and to consciously see the contrast. My, mm-hmm. my like, before and after photo or whatever you want, yeah. the glow-up photo, that, w- that pinged at me. That was wound reversal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not want to put that out. I was saying to Coco, I'm like, oh, sh- we did the side by side. Oh, cool. Like, this is great. Yes. And you know, I, I was but, like, nice. But that cool. is why Alexia, since she started this journey, she chose to keep that account versus me. I burnt down everything and mm-hmm. started new because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm still going to face my wounds because mm-hmm. it was hard starting my Coco account. Yeah. But my journey was a little bit different. But the similarity is you both took action, action. right? Yes. That is a similarity and that's what's propelled everyone sitting here today and on this podcast to embody our higher self. We didn't just, you know, keep posting the same stuff and no. be like, no, but I am my higher self. I changed my hair color or I bought new boots. Or and using I, the language yes. without yes. any work backing it up. Exactly. Like you can, you can use aligned and all of the glam language and talk about higher self till the cows come home. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing the work behind the scenes and taking action, that means nothing. That's a mask, people. Mm -hmm. And honestly, before we go, if you're doing what Alexia just said, it's back when we worked at Lululemon. Didn't we all work at Lululemon? And it was like, let's do the goals. Which was the 3D version of higher self. Where it's like, I'm going to do the law of attraction and I'm going to pull that in. Mm-hmm. Bitch! <laughs> I, love, I love that. I love, I love it. it. Me too. Why would you do law of attraction when you can do instant manifestation and go into the exact it's easier and go, create? Yes, and go back. Literally, go into the creation codes. Pick what you want. Pick what you want and drop it down your own pipe because you are the creator of your own game. Drop That's, it down your own pipe, pipe, people. That's higher self. Pipe drop. Pipe drop. <laughs>